Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. My next guest is Dane Maxwell. Now, Dane almost didn't think there was a place for him to belong anywhere, but business saved his life and gave him a sense of purpose and significance. That kind of belonging gave him endless fuel because he had never felt it before. He started 16 businesses and failed a lot 11 times. Each time he learned, figured out what worked and what didn't, and has started five successful, profitable businesses. He's gone on to create over 15 millionaires with his teachings. He specializes in helping underdogs to start successful businesses. And Dane also has a passion for singing, and he's the author of the upcoming book, start from zero. Dane, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Man, I wish it was 50 companies that I'd started by now. <laughs> yeah, well, get, you get back out there now, you're going to find a lot of companies that <laughs> that, that need you to take them over. <laughs> well, that is nice How are to you here. today? Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm doing so good. My, Thank my you. Pleasure. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's uh, you know it's we talk about a lot of different topics here uh, on Exit Coach Radio, and it's always interesting to hear from people who have gone out there, uh, you know, taken some lumps and uh, but learned along the way and started successful businesses. So, uh, and you have a book out that we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, let's start with um, give our listeners a little sense of of who you are and your background. Homeschooled socially awkward, had terrible allergies growing up, started my first business. Uh, that wasn't really a business, but kind of, I was a video game rental company. I had three games to rent and charged my first customer a late fee. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I went to um, school and um, got indoctrinated into groupthink and tried, to, tried being an employee, but I was miserable. Mm-hmm. And I just saw I just saw being an employee as just too vulnerable of a proposition for me. It didn't seem like a safe bet, like people were saying. Um, one stream of income was pretty risky. Um, exchanging your time for money seemed pretty risky. Those things just filled my body with so much fear. It just didn't make sense to me. Um, that doesn't mean it wouldn't make sense for someone else. Of course, if they love being an employee, they could have a stream of income with real estate rentals that they could buy. You know, it's not that and entrepreneurship's the only way, but that was my experience. Right. So I started doing, started doing business. So uh, when, um, you know, one of the things that kind of uh, is intriguing to me is how do you, how does someone figure out whether it's an opportunistic time to start a business and, and where, where do they start with that? Does it start with research, talking to people, 
um, looking and seeing what everybody else is doing, all of the above. How do you how do you start to come up with the ideas? Because I think right now, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that there are some huge changes in habits happening that are going to create extraordinary needs for new businesses. Yeah, so it starts with a new context. Um, the context is what you start with. So the proper context for a business is, um, well, let's just talk about how most, well, okay, so there's, there's really, really six things. I'm give, just give me, um, sorry, I just had a crisis come up. Just give me one second. Okay. No worries. I'm, I'm all, we, we, yeah, can manage, you, you. we can manage through anything. We can do it together, Dane. No problem. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so, so I'm, first up, um, I'm so happy to be here. And I also wanted to say that if you've ever thought about having a business or you actually didn't think of having a business, um, you can have one and you're worthy of your own business. And I'm not saying that because I have a big old course to sell you on starting a business. I'm saying that because I just dream of people having the pleasure of owning their own amazing business that makes money while they sleep, provides for their family if they get injured, and just allows them to give to charity. And all these things are absolutely possible for people, and you're worthy of having your own business. Here's what's going down for most people. Now, I love building software companies, and software companies have a layer of complication to them that other businesses don't, but they're also very, very lucrative. So I started building these software companies, and then I applied those frameworks of what I used to build software companies to rapidly build other businesses. And here's what I found, and it blew my mind. And it is just so many euphoric, eureka moments, okay? So here's the context. You put this context on, you can start a business. That context is people first, problem second, sales third, outsource product creation fourth, get a result with that first sale fifth, Scale to other people sixth. Okay. Let's go now, through that one more time. Now, if you look at, Deep, yeah, I heard we'll, people. We'll do a bunch of, people for okay. All right, we're gonna go through step we'll, by step. Good. We'll do it a bunch, and I'll give you examples. Let's make it. Let's just make it even sharper with contrast. Okay. So here's what most people do: website first, expertise second, create their own product based on their own passion third random acts of marketing to try to get customers with no marketing training force, give up and call business risky fifth. Yeah, they're not, they're, there's, there's, zero, there's zero risk in business. To me, when you do this right, I mean, you'll have 5% risks, but the kinds of things that, that actual risks, not really. Because like, you don't, you don't build a product unless you know people are going to pay for it. You know, you don't. So anyway, here's how you do this. People first, problem second, sales third, outsource product creation fourth. And this is what I cover in the book, um, uh, getting a result with that customer fifth, scaling to other people sixth. You can do all of that without a website. You can do hmm. all of that. You, like, let's say, let's say you call up. I love this example. It's my favorite example. You know, I actually had a student of mine. They've just made $22,000 during coronavirus by calling up high schools, asking them what their problems were, finding out the problems where they were, kids were going to miss graduation. So they um, sold them a video graduation package. I'm not actually sure how the product works. It's some sort of video that will 
have kids simulate a graduation of some kind or they'll buy ah. it. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not quite sure how it works. I've got to find out for my students. But that's the thing for me as an entrepreneur, the specifics of the product aren't nearly as important to me as, oh, kids are missing their graduation. That's where I focus my time. So people first, problem second, sales third. And so they're buying a, so he made 22 grand, high school's bought. And so then he, he outsourced the product creation to a videographer who's going to create some sort of video graduation thing. So they'll feel like they, they'll probably watch it and feel like they graduated or something. But anyway, that's the product. He outsourced it to the video guy and he's made $22,000 so far doing that. And he's just been calling high schools. He had no website. Excellent. No business name. Let's look at another example. Let's say you call up a, a parrot owner or someone who owns a parrot. Problem. The parrot bites them. That's a problem. That hurts. So is this painful enough to solve? Yes. Okay. You find, you call up a parrot trainer. You call up a parrot store in your local city. Look up, you know, I'm in Des Moines, Iowa. So, you know, Des Moines, Iowa parrot stores. And you ask mm-hmm. them if they have a parrot trainer. They say, yes. You get the parrot trainer on the phone. You say, hey, do you know how to help with behavioral issues like they say? Yes. You say, great. Would you like to teach this with your iPhone and a parrot? Send it to me and I'll give you 20% of the profits of every product I sell. You can be the official expert. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. So then you send that thing to the person with the parrot. They do the follow, they do the lessons, they get a result. Now you got a testimonial. Now you make a website. Website's like seventh, I guess. Um, one other, one other example. Well, wow. let's talk to, let's talk, let's talk to video editors. What's their problem? Let's talk about, let's say a B roll music. And this is, I actually have, so in my book, I talk about how I had a conversation with a video editor. And in that conversation, he talked about how he would gladly pay money for proper B-roll music to match to his footage, the background music for his videos. But now, so um, in my book, I also talk about a big, big rule, which is that rule is we don't get to decide what works. We, like, so like the thing entrepreneurship is like, I come up with this grand idea and then people approve of this idea. And oh my God, I'm so successful. Look at how genius I am because of my idea. It's hogwash. People are making millions of dollars right now by listening to people and they're not coming up with any ideas. They're just listening to them. You call up a parent person, you ask them what their problems are. You solve that problem. You could be a millionaire just doing that alone. A million is an easy amount of money to make. It's a thousand people paying for a thousand dollar product. Now, a parrot training program is more like 300 bucks. So you got to sell 3,000 people 300 bucks to get close to a million. I mean, you spend as much time with that as you did at your job, if you had a job or with other things. I mean, I tell you what, it's, when you focus on the right things, the context is what reduces the risk. So the B-roll music, I asked him, what's your problem, B-roll music? Well, how does that problem work? He's like, well, I get these clients are really demanding. They expect epic background music, and I got to match the background music to the scene. It's kind of hard to find. There's a lot of services online I find right now. I, got, I buy this one. I buy, he's like paying for three different B-roll services. <laughs> You know, and so, right. so now I was like, all right, cool. What if we did this? What if the next um, video you get me, you tell me exactly what you want. I'll get it made for you within 24 hours. And we'll just keep doing that. And you'll get exactly what you want for 24 hours. And you'll just pay my app cost price for me hiring the musicians to do it. And then um, we'll slowly build a library that I can then sell to other video editors pretty dope that's now you great go to that's a great idea yep yep yeah now you go to craigslist and you look up all these musicians that aren't making jack 
diddly and you ask him, hey, man, would you like to get a passive 20% income on selling background music? And they're going to freaking come to you in droves. So then let's say you get a pianist, and it's going to be only piano background music. That's easy. So then you, they have to have an iPhone. So they sit the iPhone in a room, and they record, and they play the piano. Then Upwork.com I love, and you hire a music production engineer. You say, need music production engineer to take iPhone voice notes from piano and make them sound really nice. They take those iPhone voice notes, and they jazz them up. They add lows and highs and, tw- and tweak them, and you've got a professional-sounding piano. I mean, the fulfillment of the mechanism is so rudimentary and basic. Like people like, they're like, I, I need, um, it's very, uh, for, for people that are just getting started in business, they think that to be in business, they need to have a product. So they get really hung up on that. But it's called mechanism right. first thinking. Mechanism first thinking is a suffrage in entrepreneurship, especially for people that are devastated during tragedies like the coronavirus or any kind of 2008 crash. Businesses that suffer from mechanism first thinking think that it's the mechanism that puts them in business. So when their mechanism gets destroyed by a tragedy, they think they're out of business. But people aren't in the business of buying your mechanism. They're in the business of buying a result. So you still have yoga students that still want to do yoga. They just can't do it in a physical location. The mechanism needs to innovate. Clear customer, clear result, clear mechanism. That's it. That's the holy grail of business. Clear, clear customer, clear result, clear mechanism. What would you? Sorry. I mean, there's a lot of people who are who are suddenly out of work, right? And they're they're considering, you know, maybe I don't want to be uh, an employee of a company ever again. Good. Maybe I do want to Good. go into business for my own. And within their space, Good. within whatever they were doing, there might be opportunities for them to start their yeah. own small business there. What What would yeah. you say to someone in that situation as far as starting to brainstorm about what the uh, opportunities are? Obviously, you know, you're talking about. Uh, software businesses and things like that. Maybe you're great at that, but other people are like, you know, I'm, I, I just worked at a gardening. Uh, I, I worked for a gardener, you know, or a landscaper, I should say, um, or I worked for a restaurant. Well, should they stay in their yeah. space or should they be looking everywhere yeah, for opportunity? That's good. That'd be good. That'd be good. I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, to speak over you, but that's, that sounds great. So you contact um, landscapers and you say, Hey, what are some of your problems right now? They tell you. Like parrot biting me. Uh, landscape problem next. Is it a problem you'd pay to solve? Yes. Okay, great. So then you find the content matter expert or the software developer if it's software, and you ask them if they'd like a 20% profit split to make the product. You're in business. If you're in restaurants, ask the restaurant owner what their problem is right now. They'd pay to solve it and what that – and then you find an expert if they don't know what the solution is to create the solution. You might need to do this – 10 or 15 times until you find that super sweet, like that one makes sense. Cause a lot of like, you might tell, you might have five conversations, but remember it's people first problem, second sales, third. So if you have an idea, sell it first. Mm-hmm. So that's all you gotta do. And so like in terms of converting your thing from a mechanism to a result, you would say, well, so I've got a program on tra- training people on how to start a business, for example. And so, when I, with that program that I had, and I remember when I said, I'm not telling you to build a business because I have a training program for sale. My, it's like my book is like, you know, 10 or 20 bucks. So this is like another thing separate that I'm not trying to sell anybody a training program starting a business. I'm actually very 
involved in my SaaS companies. I just really want people starting businesses, so I'm trying to train to do this kind of stuff. Just want you guys to know, trying to maintain integrity of all every single word I I share on this show. Yeah, that's okay. Now, you know, and, and I think one of the tenets of of building or entering into a new phase of life is experience. You know, I mean, they say yeah, other yeah, people's yeah. money to build businesses, but other people's experience, uh, you. You've, you've got to learn from those who have done it before and especially learn from their failures as well as their successes, right? Absolutely. So you sell it first. So I've got a training program that teaches people how to start a business, but they don't want a business. I think they do because I, my mechanism. Oh, they want a business. No, I don't want to do yoga. I want to feel great all day. You know, they don't want a business. They want to spend time with their family. What is it they want? Okay, so I ask them. I say, listen, um, so what is it that starting a – what result will starting a business give you that you're dreaming of? So you ask that with whatever your mechanism is. So like say you're, say you're going to sell essential oils, and you say, what's the dream result that you're hoping essential oils is going to provide you? Oh, peace, common mindings. Oh, it's not the essential oils. So figure out the mechanism, what your mechanism is going to be. If you want to go mechanism first, I recommend going people first, problem second. But if you have an idea, ask people um, what dream result they would use this idea for. And if they ain't buying it, don't make it. But there's, there's a process for this, actually, um, a five-question process to find problems and elicit all this stuff. And it's uh, at startfromzero.com forward slash five, F-I-V-E. And it's a five, it's, it's an excerpt from my book. So don't buy my book. Get the excerpt. If you like the excerpt, get my book. If you don't, don't buy my book. In the excerpt, you'll go through a five-question process. That five-question process, you want to do that thing five to 100 times. Do the five-question process. Like if you did the five-question process 100 times, I think you'll have a very solid entrepreneurial brain in terms of you don't need to come up with ideas and you don't need to be an expert. So if people are employees, the number one skill that will make you successful as an entrepreneur is the skill of salesmanship and selling. And there's a process for selling that can be so full of heart and so nourishing that it makes people feel so good when you do it. And there can be a process of sales that's manipulative. In order to sell with heart, that takes, that takes some training. You can, you can Google, just Google how to sell and if you find like, that stuff's out there. Um, but the, to succeed as an entrepreneur, do not even consider entrepreneurship unless you're going to take on sales. And sales doesn't mean you're a salesman in a suit and you're cold calling. No, no. Sales means you sit in front of someone, you ask them, what's your greatest problem? They say, my parrot bites me. And you say, would you pay to solve that problem? And they say, yes. And you go make it. that sales. Sales is solving a problem. Sales is serving. Sales is not sitting on a poster board and promoting yourself. Mm -hmm. that, that's marketing. That's marketing. I'm saying if you have sales, you can be safe in entrepreneurship. If you, the two most important skills for any entrepreneur are selling and outsourcing. Those are very difficult skills for people to learn. So many people fail and call business risky. Business isn't risky if you're trained. Warren Buffett doesn't see investing as risky because he's trained. I don't see business as risky. Right, right. I see it as, I see, I see it as an exhilarating adventure. Yeah, and I think a lot a lot of people do have uh, negative connotations. They think of uh, uh, they think of sales as uh, 
wearing white shoes after Labor Day, kind of Herb Tarlick, if you remember that from WKRP, uh, old show. <laughs> was, uh, maybe our, our baby boomers remember that one. Dane, this has been great. So the, the website that I want to direct our listeners to, again, is, as you mentioned earlier, is startfromzero.com, right? So what are they going to find when they get there? It's a beautiful website, man. It's, it's like artfully done. It's so gorgeous. It's high quality. This is like, this is one of the loves of my life was writing this book, Start From Zero. It's seven different learning adventures and 15 years of experience in entrepreneurship condensed into a 302-page book. We've got, you need examples, examples, tangible examples. You know, you want to know customers, pains, solutions, offers. You want to see the customers and the pains and the solutions and the offers for tons of businesses. You need to fill your brain with abundance and examples. And abundance is a very literal vibration that can be very hard to believe in when you're crippled in fear. So you want to pierce the heart of fear with really powerful examples. And seven learning adventures, adventure seven is 15 examples of employees, employees, college dropouts who transform from that to entrepreneur. They transform. It shows their customer. It shows the pain they solved. It shows the solution they had, and it shows the price. It shows how many times they failed. It shows a 26-factor analysis of their personality. You can see how diligent they were, how, what their social self-esteem is what their quantifiably measured level of fear is. You can see everything in that book, Start From Zero. That's just Adventure 7 is the 15 examples. So please, please get trained and understand that do not go into entrepreneurship unless you are ready to learn sales and ready to learn outsourcing. And also realize that you can get so rich as an entrepreneur and have such a great life and you can set up entrepreneurship around exactly who you are. You don't need to change who you are in entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is one of the few fields where you can actually be completely yourself and build a business around being fully you because that's what everyone comes to learn from is the folks that build epic businesses around who they are. So please be yourself as an entrepreneur and learn sales. Great advice, And, and pick up the, Great, that pick was up a- the extras. Terrific, terrific time together with you today. Startfromzero.com is the website. Dane Maxwell, thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to the next time uh, we speak, and uh, I'm, I'm going to startfromzero.com right now. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 